an industry innovators podcast. I'm Sam Williams, a digital professional with a keen interest in bringing together like-minded people to solve shared problems as a community. And this is a podcast for those professionals that keep the lights on, the water running, and keep the wheels of commerce turning so that together we can build a more sustainable future across Australia and New Zealand. I'm joined by Michael Kahir. Tell us a little bit about your background, where your professional passion lies, and what keeps you up at night, apart from having a couple of teenage sons. Thanks, Sam. Um, uh, yeah, so Michael Kahir, I, um, I've been in the asset-intensive industry now for a good 20-odd years. Um, started my career in the utility sector, and um, I've just evolved into um, different IT solutions, but now much more around business outcomes and driving uh, transformation in the in the asset intensive for the last sort of um, ten years, I guess. Um, I guess from from what keeps me up at night, it's um, it, it's really about how do we um, keep moving and staying ahead of the information and that that we can now get access to and and how do we improve as a as a uh, an organization working with clients to help them move up that maturity curve how can we bring to bear our um our expertise and access to information and technology and make the use out of that in a very changing um industry yeah, I suppose there's been a lot of talk in in recent times about getting to net zero carbon em- uh, emissions. Uh, I guess across the industry, we're seeing a number of common themes. For sure, um, and I think uh, it's it's always something that's kind of been talked about over the years, but now it's it's we're actually seeing it that it's, it's real, it, and or that that organisations are making um, actual decisions and, and getting projects to look at that. And and from a technology perspective, I think it's possible. I think uh, technology is allowing us to get insights that we could never get in before. And Or those insights were in, um, you know, very experienced um, engineers who'd, who've had 20, 30 uh, plus years experience. And... Um, and I, I, with technology and access to that information, we are able to influence the sustainability challenges that we've got. And I think it's, um, I think that's what makes it, you know, an exciting place at the moment. What we've put together in these episodes is we're going to be looking at a topic that we've seen interest in from moving up the asset maturity curve to a single view of assets to looking at condition based maintenance along with applying a digital platform business model for operational innovation. So in in the first episode that we're going to be replaying here, uh, it's about improving workforce performance with intelligent interfaces. Michael, what's your perspective on this? For us, um, we're really seeing, and I guess COVID has, has kind of highlighted this a little bit too, and that uh, it, you know, our work used to be something that you went to uh, during the day. Uh, now it's not. Now it's just something that you do. Work is something that you do, and and where you do that is is um, could be anywhere. And so, 
With the intelligent interface, it's really about how do you give people the information that they need to do the job they've got in front of them, wherever they are, in a connected or a disconnected environment. The concept of going into the office to do your work or going to work uh, is is gone. It, work is just something that you do and, and you need to have access. So um, this was really uh, interesting um, and, and very relevant. And uh, I guess it's always been something in the asset intensive where you've had field guys and they needed girls and they needed to go and do work and are connected and disconnected. But but now, uh, as a result of COVID, it, they, they need access to information on the device of their choice, whether it be on uh, a laptop or a, an, an iPad or an iPhone. It, it's kind of irrelevant. And whether they're connected or disconnected, they just want to do, they do their work wherever they are. Great. And next up, we had uh, moving up the asset maturity curve. Michael, what was the big driver here? I think for uh, what we're really seeing is everyone, well, of course, everyone wants to improve how they do things and they want to uh, mature their processes and their thinking. Um, and and with organisations like Certus who've been in the industry uh, for quite a while, they have I, IP around different experiences across multiple industries and, and multiple clients. And, and, but the, the common processes, the, uh, the asset processes are, are similar wherever, where, whatever industry you are. And so with this episode, it was really about how can we leverage our collective experiences, whether that be with um, other uh, or connecting other organizations through different communities or whether that be bringing um, different partners who have done some of the things that, that are challenges that our clients are, are looking at before and they can share their experiences. And so uh, it was very much driven about um, bringing uh, communities together um, to collectively look at how we could leverage experiences, leverage technology, um, and help help us all evolve and improve, and and ultimately move up that maturity curve. And in this episode, uh, this idea or concept of building a single view of assets was explored. Michael, tell us a little bit about your perspective on this. Yeah, this one was really exciting because. Um, and it's something that's becoming really, really into the fore uh, in the industry as uh, this idea of of having um, all of your data in a single repository um, is is no longer um, something. And in an asset management um, perspective, it's an asset registry having all of the information is is no longer really required. You. This is about getting access to information that is that is maybe outside of your um, asset register, and so that could be IoT data, it could be uh, information from your SCADA systems or building management systems, and so this was this was about how do you bring together multiple sources of data to give you a, a three hundred and sixty degree view of the information that you've got in your organization that can help you make better decisions. It, it would um, improve the probability of your health scores. 
um, and and help you make decisions around uh, predictive and prescriptive uh, maintenance. And so it was, and I think we're now in that situation where we can access this type of information, whereas in the past we probably couldn't, and we've got the compute to be able to dissect it and analyze it. And, and it's incredibly uh, interesting in terms of um, where things are going and with um, AI and AR technology as well coming in. So um, very topical and um, was well received. In this episode, we were talking about how to adapt workspaces to new uses, quick smart. Uh, this is obviously a consequence of the, the pandemic, but it is still topical these days as people move to more of a hybrid way of working. Yeah, no, I think uh, with this one, it, it was um, it was in the facility management sector. It's it's always a challenge around space management. How do you maximize the space? Um, but you know whether that be in a tertiary where you've got um, uh, students and lecture theaters and and not not having your uh, electricity or consumption be uh, used when there's no lectures and and be able to max maximize your assets I guess and your facilities uh, in those situations and 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 it kind of got um, evolved and and double down on that whole concept with COVID, uh, with people just simply not moving, not coming into the uh, into the same locations. Um, and and even during the, the different lockdowns when uh, people were gradually coming back and, and coming back for some days and not others. And uh, you couldn't necessarily um, predict when when people would go into the office. Uh, and and so uh, it was really about how do you how do you optimize that and and use shared space, use um, not uh, not consume too much electricity, uh, reduce your costs. It got into the whole sustainability uh, question around these offices being there and not being used, and how do you best uh, use that? And in this episode. Uh, we were talking about asset health and the journey to condition-based maintenance. Michael, what's your what are your thoughts on this? Well, this this um, also came following our um, asset three hundred and sixty um, session, where we talked about how we could have access to multiple sources of data that we maybe we didn't have before, um, and and it was how do you use that information to get a better um, insights into the health of your asset. Uh, a lot of maintenance is is done on the condition of um, of the maintenance, and so how what is the condition, and, and moreover, what is the probability of of that asset um, needing maintenance? And uh, in the past, you you did it a lot around experience or or what you did last year. It was very planned, and so with the with access to a raft of different data sources, you can now improve the probability of that um, asset um, failing or not. And so from there, you can um, start making real decisions around your maintenance schedules and, and be, be more accurate about um, your condition-based strategies. Um, and so it was, it was really about trying to connect 
the importance of the ASA 360 and, and getting insights into multiple sources that are to drive those maintenance strategies. And so in this episode, we were looking at how platform thinking is transforming what's possible from an asset intensive operations innovation standpoint. Michael, what's your perspective on, on platform thinking? I think platform thinking for us is really crucial in terms of um, thinking it, thinking about it um, holistically and not just from a, a technology platform perspective. So uh, from what I mean that by that is um, being able to access uh, or take a, a business model approach where engagement approach where you're looking at multiple service platforms, technology platforms, being able to leverage um, the best of what's in your community and not be so dependent on any particular um, organization or any particular uh, technology platform. You want to be able to leverage the best of, of all of them and, and be open to, to, to partner, open to engage um, because there's a lot of fabulous um, IP and experience out there, and it's a community. And so in this episode, it was about getting better insights from your Maximo data. I guess this is something that's come up with a number of clients that you've been involved with, Michael? Yes, it is. And um, and for, for us, you know, we are getting into... Uh, a lot of uh, analytical capability and and there are you know quite frankly partners in our community that are really specialized in this so in this episode we've done a lot of work with Cortel who um, again like Certus have been in the industry for many years they um, they're exceptional about what they do so this was about how we could leverage our ecosystem our partner community to come in and, and get better insights into asset data. We knew the asset information inside out. Uh, Cotel brought the expertise that could help us unlock that. And it, it was a, it's a fabulous um, example of uh, the, you know, the ecosystem coming together to um, benefit the, the community. 